Welcome to Your 7th Sense, a show for mission-driven entrepreneurs to evolve into unstoppable intuitive leaders. Listen to Terry and her guests as they share stories of being powered by angels and intuition to achieve their success. Now, let's unlock the power in you with your host, Terry Wildeman. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Your 7th Sense, Business Powered by Angels and Intuition. And yes, angels are all around us. And intuition is something that we have at birth. And I'm so excited to be able to bring to you successful entrepreneurs and business owners who use intuition every single day in their lives to guide them on their journey to serve humanity in whatever way that they're meant to in their business. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman, and I've been in business since I was 18 years old. And what I know is when it comes to intuition, if I'm not listening, I get into deep trouble. When I do listen, everything works with calm, ease, and flow. And today, we have a brilliant guest, Dr. Leslie Phillips, who is going to be talking with us about intuition. We're going to be finding out a little bit on on how intuition um, started with her. But I'd like to share with you a little bit about her background first. Dr. Phillips, whoops, my uh, thing my thing went up. Okay. Reverend Dr. Leslie Phillips is a spiritual teacher focused on helping people got on helping people access their personal intuitive guidance. She has offered intuitive sessions and energy healing since 1996. She started a couple years before I did and has taught meditation, healing and intuitive development since 2003. Dr. Leslie has provided spiritual guidance to thousands through her radio show, books, intuitive sessions, classes, and retreats. She originally was an environmental microbiologist. Imagine that. Um, An an environmental microbiologist. Hello, a scientist using intuition. Imagine that. I love it. Who searched tropical regions of the planet for natural product medicines. Later, she was a business developer for life science companies. Dr. Leslie is the creator of Portigo Soul Essence Cards. Did I say that properly? Yes. Portigo? Yeah. A card deck that opens the intuition and creativity of its users. The author of a spiritual novel called The Midas Tree and a book on intuition soon to be published by Llewellyn. Welcome to the show, Dr. Leslie. This is so exciting. Thank you so much, Terry. I am absolutely delighted to be here and have this conversation about intuition, which is my passion. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, Spirit, it, when I was creating my list of guests, it was like you were at the very top. It's that Spirit said, Dr. Leslie, okay, here we are. And you uh, agreed to be on the show, and I'm really thrilled. So, Leslie, tell me, when did you really begin to notice your intuition? So I would say at two stages in my life, one when I was really, really, really young, mm-hmm. um, because where I can remember being probably toddler age and seeing energy mm-hmm. and saying to the adults around me, do you see the you know, lights in the sky? When I used to go to bed at night, <clears throat> I used to look in my room and there would just be colored lights everywhere. Wow. And I would, I would ask my mom, 
if she could see them and she would say no it's your imagination and so um so i had experiences like that as a really small child and then i went to school through the education system where it's very very focused on on the intellect mm -hmm. and so as you can tell like i had a lot of education i i've got a phd and so i was sort of trained to focus on that and so my focus was not so much on my intuition anymore however there was one window that stayed open and that was through my dreams wow. so i kept so i kept a dream diary for years when i was a teenager and into my 20s and um i trained myself to sleep with a dictaphone under my pillow <laughs> and How press, cool is that? press record <laughs> And, and I used to, I, I'd go to sleep and I'd wake up in the morning and sometimes there would be four or five dreams and I would have the recollection of only the very last dream and the rest of it I'd completely forgotten, but my voice was dictating it. And so I kept a thread of connection through my dream reality and through years and years of keeping a dream diary and observing interesting experiences in my dreams that included experiencing myself in other bodies in other times and friends that I knew in other bodies and other times with me, including premonitions of future events in the world, on the world stage wow. and including premonitions of my own life. So for example, I remember dreaming about business meetings where I met people I hadn't met in dream reality and had the meeting with them in dream reality before I got on a plane, went and visited them and had the actual meeting in, 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 in real life. And so, so the, the dream work was fascinating to me. And I, um, before I moved to Canada, I was living in London and I started going to a dream analysis group, just a group of peers who used to meet together once a week and we'd all bring our dreams for that week and uh, we used to explore them we trained ourselves to re-enter dreams we trained ourselves to meet together in the dream state and so that group of people and that fascination with dreams is what launched me back into um, pursuing my intuitive abilities and really what had happened is because I'd so focused on my intellect in my waking life that was what was dominant it was my intellect. And so when my intellect was disengaged and I was asleep, my intuition could flow through. And so I went on a journey taking different courses actually in um, clairvoyance and healing. And my biggest challenge was to how to bypass the intellect, mm -hmm. which um, I find with many of the students that I work with, that's a big challenge for most people. <laughs> We're so locked oh, yes. into the intellectual mind. So, so that's the sort of key parts of my journey. I mean, eventually I did six years of really intense spiritual training and intense daily meditation and sometimes, you know, sometimes days at a time meditating to clear my energy field, to clear my programming and to fully access my intuition to the extent and degree that I, that I do now. Wow. And I truly believe that we are a product of our environment where the school system is concerned and they don't value intuitive gifts. They don't value this talent that we are given at birth, just like when you were young and your mother dismissing it. 
I believe there's a fear of what folks call the woo-woo. And to me, it's not woo-woo. To me, it's, an, it's a tool. It's a very practical tool that I use to help me make decisions. Mm -hmm. So Leslie, can you share with us how your intuition has helped you and your dreams? That's fascinating. And in, your dreams must have been going absolutely bonkers with this new uh with these new energies that are coming in well so that's the interesting thing my my i mean yes they have <laughs> but but my focus these days is i can access everything i need to in my waking consciousness yes exactly that is so cool and that's what we want to train our business people and our leaders to do is it not absolutely because, uh, you know, when you're in the moment and to be able to access this in the moment, it is so powerful. So can you share uh, how intuition works with decision making in your world? Okay, so, so let's talk about some of the, um, I, I, can, I can share how it works. In, in my world, it underpins everything I do. <laughs> but if I talk about so let's let's talk a little bit about helping those business people perhaps to access their intuition and what the difference between the way they might be operating now and um and what it would be like to operate from your intuition brilliant and so your average business person is busy <laughs> and yeah. right they run they've got this and that and the next appointment and the next appointment and the thing that they're preparing on and the flight that they're taking and it's you know they're very busy and and they're busy in the physical world so all of their focus and their senses is focused on the physical world yes. well your intuition is part of the non-physical world so while you're focusing on the physical world and the loud signals of the physical senses you're tuning out the, the, the intuitive, the non-physical world. The other thing is, because of the busy life, they have a busy mind, what the Buddha used to call uh, monkey mind syndrome. All of these thoughts bouncing around in the mind. That's the brain. That's the thinking mind. That's part of the physical body. But you are not your physical body. You are spirit. And your psychic abilities or in your, your intuitive senses are how you, the high vibration, multidimensional, eternal spiritual consciousness communicates. When you're outside of the body, you don't communicate through language. Language is a very limited, um, linear form of communication that suits us when we're in our human condition. But as spirit, we communicate through vibration, through frequency, and through the intuitive senses. So when you're using the intellectual mind, you are not, you're not using your intuition. And a lot of people find it very difficult to tell the difference. Between, how do I tell the difference that it's my intellect versus it's my intuition? And then um, the other aspect of physical life is most people are, are living more from their lower chakras mm -hmm. and and the emotional levels is another thing you know the emotional ups and downs of life um, can really be a dominating factor in people's reality but again those emotions are your body communicating with you how it is experiencing the reality that you're placing it in <laughs> and so so if we're giving all of our attention to our busy external life 
um, the crazy thoughts going around in our heads and our, our emotional ups and downs. We're taking ourselves um, into, the, into the animal nature of the physical body, which is not really not the same at all as um, accessing your intuitive senses. So the key to accessing your intuitive senses is to find a way to calm down all of those signals from the physical world. And the best way I know how to do that is meditation. Yes. And so, so you asked about me and how it underpins my life. I've been meditating daily for over 20 years. And so I don't have the same barriers that I used to have to accessing my intuition, but I'm very familiar with what those barriers are. Yes. And I just explained three of them. There are, there are more than that as well. One of the words that you just mentioned is the word chakra. Many of our audience members may not be familiar with the word chakra. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So you have a physical body, but you also have actually more than one energy body, but <laughs> you have an energy body and an energy, an energy field that surrounds your physical body and interfaces with your physical body. And there are these energy vortices or, or, or energy channels that are associated with the physical body that are positioned along the spine. And energy flows through these um, energy vortices. And one might think of them, a lot of, if, if you look up chakras, you'll find a, a lot of people talking about the relationship with health and that the energy has to flow smoothly through these energy channels in order to have healthy mind body spirit and that's correct but they are also channels for um, your higher information and each chakra relates to a different aspect of your reality and a different aspect of life and they're also channels for the intuitive abilities so each chakra channels one or more intuitive abilities and when I was talking before, I mentioned about the uh, most people live from the lower three chakras. And those are the chakras that relate more to physical reality. So the first chakra, for example, relates to survival in the physical world and survival of the physical body. The second chakra relates to um, the emotions and sexuality. And the third chakra is often one that's predominant in the business world. It relates to energy distribution and out-of-body experience, but it's the one if you're in competition, buying <laughs> like a dog, you know, this kind money. of third chakra. Yeah, money, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So when it comes to intuition, now I, I say that the show is powered by angels and intuition. I would love to bring the topic of angels up with you. What is your what are your thoughts around angels and our intuition? Okay. <laughs> well, I work with all sorts of energy beings, mm -hmm. angels included, but many others as well. Um, I, angels are energy beings who have, it, it, from my perspective, I mean, other people might say different things than this, but they. They're, they're on a parallel or a different evolutionary path than human beings. Yes. And so we're the ones who are coming into physical reality and taking on physical bodies and evolving through that heavy, dense energy based mm. on duality. The angelic realm or the angelic forces um, 
are also um, well, sons and daughters of God, <laughs> if you want to use that word. Um, but they're on, they're on a parallel track of evolution. And just as there are many, many different types of human beings at different stages of growth and evolvement, mm. actually the same thing goes for the angelic realm. Sure. Um, and, and so there are many different, or what I was going to, the point I was going to make about them is from my perspective, they've not had physical bodies, right? So they're, they're existing in the non-physical realm. Right. But many of them are on assignment to help and support the growth of planet Earth and the evolvement of humanity and human beings. And, there are, and so there are angels that can be assigned to work with individual people. We sometimes call that your guardian angel that mm -hmm. might even follow you through lifetime after lifetime. And then there are other angels that might have um, a role which is a planetary role or a role at the level of mankind and and humanity there may be some that specialize in healing there may be others that specialize in other other things just like there are people who say well i'm a healer or i'm a business person there are angels that focus on you know manifestation for example brilliant thank you so much for sharing that because i like i say i believe business powered by angels and intuition when we allow our angels and our ascended masters whoever it is to yeah. come through and guide us uh it were hey i'll take everything i can get and help him well, well me too and it's it's really in my in the last year it's how many helpers there are it's just exploded like i'm there's many intergalactic multi-dimensional interdimensional beings mm -hmm. that we might not label as angels but they're also here and available to assist us thank you for sharing that so appreciate it now i'm curious you went from the science world into this can you tell us a little bit about your journey because that's one of the things that i really want to get across in this show is that just because you're practical tactical and logical it's okay to be able to get into the intuitive place and allow it to guide you when you are in the practical, tactical, and logical world. So I would love to hear so much about, let me rephrase that, I would love so much to hear about uh, your being a researcher and a scientist and uh, an environmental microbiologist, for crying out loud, and your journey onto this path. So how I came to switch from being a scientist to being a psychic. <laughs> okay. Easy. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, so, so, you know, there are some people who could, like Eckhart Tolle is a great example, would tell you a story of their spiritual awakening that was instantaneous. Like he had a schism that occurred where he had two voices in his head and he said, hang on a minute, what's the other voice? And then that propelled him into this massive mushroom cloud of an experience. So, so for me, it, and I think for most people, it was, a, it was a slower process that happened more over time and the more attention I gave it. And um, so for me, because of my experiences with my dream diary and, you know, I could look at experiences that I was happening in, that I were having in my dream diary and then look at the scientific perspective on 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 some of those things and i knew it was real because it because i was experiencing it and yet it wasn't something that was 
acknowledged by the mainstream of science and, and back in those days i mean now meditation is mainstream and all the corporations are doing it right. but back in those days nobody was that was woo woo i remember going to a business meeting um we were negotiating a licensing deal and we went for lunch and um people were bonding a, a, about their interests and i said i meditated and the lady said oh is that when a bunch of hippies sit on the floor cross-legged and chant you know so <laughs> I can appreciate that. Sorry. So for me, it happened over time. And I took, um, I found some great teachers and I took years worth of dedicated focus and um, training and gradually over time peeled away mm -hmm. the layers and layers of accumulated energy that wasn't really me because we we all we all come into this life pristine you know straight from yes. source energy and then immediately there are people influencing us and explaining how the world works and teaching us um what to believe right. and how to function and who we are and and what's important and and so everybody puts on these layers and cloaks of beliefs and so i spent time peeling away those layers of the onion to get back to the core of, of who i was and and though i didn't have like a wham big massive awakening like somebody like eckhart tolle i did have moments in my life where everything that i had labeled myself with and everything that i had thought was important peeled away from me and so for me my path is to be a spiritual teacher and a spiritual messenger and my path actually involved me letting go of my old career in order to follow that path and so i mean i had all the labels like um vice president of business development you know you know this many air miles traveling all around the world doing you know th this mm -hmm. salary and all of that ceased to have meaning for me and it all of it dropped away wow. and 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 i and and i spent sort of time in a, in that void of well who am i now <laughs> now that that old life has melted away who am i was so, that so scary for you dr leslie because i know um, that's something um like you mine has been a slower path yes, it wasn't yeah. a bam uh it, it's been a 20 25 year revolution yeah. uh, actually it's been a 27 year evolution and i know we i'm still evolving i know that you're still evolving it just doesn't end you know the process continues for anybody ever <laughs> exactly it just keeps yeah. going 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 do you, was there any time when you were really nervous and frightened about the transition My body may have been, I, I suppose, but I always, but no, there was never, there was never a point where I said, oh, you know, stuff everything back down and <laughs> go back to what you were. So I, I knew it was the right path for me. Um, and I was, I guess, because I'd opened my intuitive abilities and I'm very strong clairvoyantly. So I, I see energy, I see my own energy. And, I, and so I knew what I was doing and why I was doing it. And I knew that um, 
one of the things I teach about is the body spirit relationship because you're not your body, you are spirit. And so the changes I was making, I was making a spirit and then my body was having to adapt and adjust and integrate and catch up to the changes I was making as spirit. Cool. And so, and so the body was sometimes afraid and that was if I wasn't communicating enough with what we were doing and why we were doing it. Very nice. Um, and there's, I mean, there were periods of uncertainty because I'd cleared away so much and I didn't know what was coming in to take its place. Mm-hmm. I would say uncertainty more than, more than fear. Yeah. And I also would just like to make, just for the listeners, of course, that, that my path was to make a really big change like that. But that's not going to be the case for everybody. Some people will open their intuition and remain where they are doing the work that they're doing and the businesses that they're doing, but they just might do it in a different way. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Some, I know for, for myself, I am meant to stay in the business world. I've always been guided to stay in the business world, to teach these tools and techniques to the business world, to help business owners get out of their own way and step into it to help them with commies and flow. However, I'll say this. Uh, I was um, chuckling a little bit when you were talking about um, you know, what other people think. And I did a training program uh, when I owned my leadership school, I owned a leadership school. It was called the Wind of Change Holistic Education and Leadership Center. And I owned it from 2001 to 2009. And I was training a team from a, um, from a, from a town. And one of the women in the group was so horrified that I had the word holistic in the tag, in holistic education and leadership center, the entire, every time she came into class with the team, she would say, you're growing a cult. You're growing a cult. You're growing a cult. It got so bad. We ended up having to close the training program. I mean, out of fear. That's why I brought up about the fear piece. Well, and here's the thing. It's just a word, you know, exactly. and, and you know, one of the most charged words in the English language is the word God, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just a word. And, but people, people react to the energy charge of the word and the energy charge on the word is not the same for everybody. So other people can look at the word holistic and be very attracted to it. And so, um, you can de-energize words, actually. You can work with the energy of words and clear that um, charge that, that you could have. It would have been possible if she'd been open to it to teach her how to de-energize the word holistic so that she didn't right. react to it in the same way. And she wasn't open. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't, no. uh, it, it, it was rather interesting, the whole thing. Uh, I was like, okay, it was, it, it was hard. It was, uh, you know how you just know that a program isn't right? And we ended up, I just turned it off. Yeah. Turned um, it off these folks. So it, it absolutely. Just didn't work. But that reminds me, though, you know, one of the things that I teach about, and perhaps you do too, is once, you, once you're accessing your intuition, you're aware of the world of energy and you can start to interface and interact with the world of energy 
and you can control energy you can make energy safe you can raise the vibration of energy within a room for example mm -hmm. so if you're having a business meeting or teaching a group of students then you can in working with your angels and your guides and working with the energy of the space that you're in you can raise the vibrational frequency yes. of the space mm -hmm hold the vibrational frequency of the space at that high energy level and also diffuse any um, energy that would be going against the good work that you're doing, um, you know, by, by, by stopping it spreading out over everyone else. Because it may be that that lady was putting out some some vibes that were also um it wasn't just her <laughs> it was yeah. they were they were very nervous i mean it, it was yeah. just a fascinating group absolutely fascinating group and they were they were actually upset that they were being sent to leadership school or, or to a, taking a course i should say on leadership there were a few people that were very offended one of them was a was a marine and i'm yes you know and i was like hey i'm the spouse of a naval officer this is yeah. about learning new skills every single day. It is know? interesting. I, this makes me think of like, I, I sometimes go into corporate environments and teach meditation. Mm -hmm. and, and usually it, we're teaching meditation for stress reduction as opposed to opening right. your intuition because that's what they're ready to handle right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember one organization and the staff was very overworked and overtaxed and very stressed out. And the management team wanted to teach them to meditate. And um, they, they resented being in the room learning to meditate because they had work to do. Right. <laughs> was putting them behind on their work. And I find that a lot, actually. actually. Yeah. It, it is that people get, and how long ago was that, by the way? That's probably five years ago. That okay, I think things are changing a little bit. Yeah. I think people are beginning to welcome it um, a little bit more. Uh, hey, and as we go into Stress Awareness Month in April, what a wonderful time to learn how to meditate and how to work with things um, with intuition. And I know that you have a free gift for us, for, the, for the, your Seventh Sense audience. Can you share with us a little bit about that and where... Can we find it? Okay. Well, I have a free gift and I also have um, a gift which has a big discount. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a free webinar called Awaken Your Intuition. And if you go to drlesliephillips.com, you can um, look under the thing that says free and the webinar is listed and you can sign up for it. But I think the gift that you were referring to was the, in, the Psychic Ability Blueprint. Yes. Yes. The Psychic Ability Blueprint is a, a special type of consultation that I specialize in. And because I believe that every single human being is unique and every single human being has their own unique profile of intuitive gifts that are configured exactly in, in, in the way that is necessary to support your unique life purpose and who you are. And so the Psychic Ability Blueprint is basically, it, it, it's a couple of things. One is you get a 14-page report, which is all about you and your unique Psychic Ability Blueprint, which is a roadmap of 22 psychic abilities and how they relate to you and your life. And then you also get a consultation with me 
um, where I go into trance and actually channel the information about you and your life purpose and your profile of intuitive gifts. And at the moment, there's a $70 discount and you get two free ebooks included. And one of the ebooks, I don't know if I can remember the titles of them, but one of them is about chakras and the relationship between chakras and life purpose. And the other one is um, explains the 22 psychic abilities and what they are. Brilliant. Thank you so very much. And all of those links are going to be listed underneath this video right below and underneath the audio. So you will be able to access Dr. Leslie's complete bio and all of the links on where to find her. So Dr. Leslie, thank you so very, very much for joining us today. It was excellent brilliant information well my pleasure and thank you for being who you are and the in service to humanity because we need you thank, thank you, you so terry. much terry and to my your seven sense audience thank you so much for being here today just to give you the heads up the intuitive leadership business wisdom school is going to be coming your way very soon so just stay tuned. I'm going to be telling you a lot more about that in future shows. I look forward to being with you next time and to your success. Take care. Bye-bye. Unlock the power in you and elevate your seven cents with our intuitive leadership training programs, masterminds, VIP days, and retreats. To learn more, visit intuitiveleadership.com.